0: welcome to Macintosh and mod haven't seen what the podcast where we make each other watch movies we should have already seen I'm Diana
1: and I'm David
0: and today we are talking with some amazing people <laughs> because we're doing a crossover event that's true what? oh my god we are it's it's cool breeze over
1: the mountain <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Who goes first? I don't. Who goes first? This is so weird.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Communal.
1: I think it's you, Andrew.
2: Yeah. Hi, order I of mean, come on. order of importance.
3: You do intro every one of our episodes.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: Do, so okay. You probably I,
3: should intro us.
4: I believe that I'm Andrew, and and my co-hosts joining us on this co-hosting gig are <laughs> Whitney
0: Nelson. <laughs> Whitney
3: Nelson.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: Evan Wells. Hey, that's me. We all forgot how to podcast with
1: other podcasters. Yeah, what is this?
0: <laughs> I like it. We, we don't know. What what movie are we talking about today?
1: Well, we're doing our Christmas series. Yeah. And we watched Disney's Babes in Toyland, which was a hot pile of garbage. From 1961, yes. And then we thought, you know who we know You know that there's an actor who was also in another version of Babes in Toyland, Mm -hmm. and there's some people who do a podcast about that guy? Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) We should probably talk about that.
3: Yeah. Who's got six thumbs and talks about Keanu a lot. Us. Us. Uh, Yeah. So it's
0: 1986 TV movie Mm. of Babes in Toyland.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm? A young girl wakes up in the realm of Toyland, where she teams up with her family and friends to overthrow the evil villain, Barnaby.
4: I, I, don't, I don't know what we watched, y'all. <laughs> not great. <laughs> wakes up is not quite what happens. I, I mean, no. she does doesn't. wake up, but it is not uh, in the morning she wakes up. It's, it's quite violent what actually happens, in my yeah. opinion.
3: <laughs> so, I mean... You would think that, like, a made-for-TV holiday movie retelling uh-huh. of a 1960s Disney film starring Annette Funicello based on a 1903 operetta, I believe? <laughs> yep. Uh, uh-huh. yep. You would think that you would know what you're getting into with this, and I promise you, you don't still. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no this movie resembles the Annette Funicello
3: In almost no way. Uh -uh. No way at all. No way at all. And it's so weird how much they talk about it being inspired by when there's absolutely zero things have to do with anything except for the, there's like Mary and Mother Goose and Barnaby. And that's like it. And it's so bad. It is so incredibly horrible.
2: Atrocious. (laughs) All right.
3: I feel bad for everyone in this
4: film. I have a quick question though. So if, uh oh, just if, if there were. Maybe one or two people on this podcast who hadn't even seen the original, and you had to recommend <laughs> one of them. What? Which of the two would you end
1: up recommending?
3: Hundred percent, the '60s one. '60s
1: one. Oh,
4: okay.
3: It is on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although when we get through this, I'm gonna say I don't know that I hated this. <laughs> I, what is wrong
2: with you? What?
1: I'm not saying it was good, I'm but I didn't hate it.
3: Disassociated so many times watching the movie, <laughs> I had to watch it again.
2: Yeah, okay. I was in f- I, uh, I was in physical pain throughout this movie. I
3: literally... With Cool Breeze, some of those movies were so bad that I wanted to turn off the TV and didn't, mm-hmm. and I still only watched them like one time. I Whatever I missed, I missed, and that was that. Yeah, with this mm-hmm. one, I literally disassociated for so much of it that I was like, oh. I can't talk about it. I have to go watch it again. That's
4: <sighs> I'm so sorry, Wendy. Your soul left your body. Yeah. Yeah,
3: it literally did. <laughs> Usually... When I when I feel
0: that way about a movie, I can like start playing a game on my phone and I can multitask enough to know what's going on yeah. and still be engaged in the film, but I don't feel like my soul is being sucked out. And mm. something happened with this movie mm-hmm. where my soul was being sucked out <laughs> and yet I couldn't stop watching the uh-huh. television. It's uh-huh. like it stole my brain. Yeah. And then when it was all done, I'm like, I have no idea what happened or what I watched. Uh-huh.
3: There's a sort of a Teletubbies thing going on with yes! it. Like, the the colors and the the movement and the sound effects and the whatever, where it's, it's like... It's soothing it, and familiar, but I it don't know triggers, why. It triggers, like, an animal part of your brain that does not necessarily trigger any of the rest of your brain. I will say, it's a hell of a cast for a movie that ostensibly had no budget. Like, oh, I'm man. just saying, I, I have no idea what their budget was, but I'm assuming it was $20, because... <laughs> I could make that movie right now, and it would look better with no money.
0: Uh-huh. so okay, this the second we get to Toyland, yeah, and we see that bear, yeah, there is no scale to that bear. So when I see that bear, I thought, oh, that's either a child or maybe we have a little person performing the bear. No, because he's next to that stand. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> know what I, I I didn't know how tall the bear was. And then they zoom out and like, oh, that's an average sized person in a bear suit. This is the most low rent of bears. This is a low budget bear.
3: And there's mm-hmm. and there's one duck costume with like slightly googly eyes like she's a yes. lady duck with eyelashes and she stares straight through you like there's something it's all so so deep. deeply unsettling about this duck costume
0: and then the frog costume is frogs. oddly realistic
4: oh there was a scene where a frog brings its hand to its mouth and the actor didn't realize that like a few of their fingers like went into the frog's mouth and it was very
1: disturbing <laughs> <laughs> it, it was unsettling yeah that is the perfect word for this film. Unsettling. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. is Trollog the
0: the weird thing. Oh God. What mm-hmm. and when they paint trollog I, I Oh
2: it's, gross.
0: This this is gonna haunt my dreams in a way that only Return to Oz did as a child.
2: <laughs> the eyeball painting, like what creature uh-huh. stands by and lets something else paint its open eyeball? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Some people say he's still in that chest, so be careful. <laughs> yeah. So, if you're gifted a chest for Christmas, <laughs> set it on fire.
3: <laughs> I will tell you that I was all in on Barnaby costuming. In mm-hmm. the- oh, yes. yes. That, was, that was by far in a way the best thing about this like everything on a scale of one to ten is at like a three for me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. except for his outfits which are like a 12
0: fair uh with one caveat with the creepy fingernail it needed to be all the fingernails or none at all
3: i agree with the like coke nail thing that's exactly what i thought
0: about that too yeah yeah but it was his his thumb which was an odd choice too but (laughs) his
3: giant like his top hat with like Raven feather Butterfly on Uh it And the like There's so much velvet and like feathers And texture and it's very elegant And there was more than one outfit that he wore That I was like I would look hot In that outfit (laughs) And uh, I was all in on the costuming For him
0: Mm -hmm. It's lovely and then you know you got Drew Barrymore In the most 80s of jean
1: (laughs) Jumper dress That jean
3: overall (laughs) dress thing Yeah.
1: Yes oh god (laughs) All right. Okay.
3: Yep. We uh, have
1: no budget information for this, sadly. We usually do budget. Because
0: there was none.
1: Well, no. I'm I,
3: assuming there was none.
1: I would be kind of shocked because this has, this doesn't just have an all-star cast. It had like an all-star production crew.
3: What? But see, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's no budget is because this feels like a movie that was like cashed in favors or something Pro like bono. That. Because none of it showed up on screen. Mm. The script didn't make any sense. The editing didn't make any sense. The sound effects weren't any good. The (laughs) sets and costumes were garbage. Like, none of it, there was no money that showed its value anywhere, considering that you have a very famous cast and a very well-known crew. This Mm. is
4: a community theater movie. Yeah. Yeah. It I'll is. say there was a telltale there was a telltale sign for me that they didn't have any money and they they, they actually verbalized it they were like here in toyland it's always daytime and i i translated that <laughs> to be because because we can't afford lighting fair but they can
0: afford like bumper cars <laughs> yes. that look like do shoes you, do you know what's free
1: the sun cool <laughs> <laughs> uh. Let's start with our writer. Our writer for this movie is a guy named Paul Zindel, who wrote the movies Up the Sandbox, Mame, and Runaway Train. But he's also really well known for having won a Pulitzer Prize for drama for the play The Effect of Gamma Rays on Man in the Moon Marigolds. Oh. I don't know what any of those words mean. If you're a theater person or have been like an actor-y looking for monologues person, you've heard of this play. I'm a theater
0: person and I'm offended by that.
1: I know, but it was it it was a well-known 70s slice of life drama and he is a Pulitzer winning playwright. Okay, well I do know what that is.
0: Lynn <laughs> Manuel Miranda has one of those.
4: <laughs> so it's important. Let's see slumming around here for. Yeah. I do know. What did he write? What
0: did he put on the page? Because this is this is garbage. Was he was it a coke fueled dream? Could have <laughs> been. This is not writing. It this looks, is nothing.
1: It looks like later in his career he may have been working on kid stuff. But again, why? That, that doesn't mean that you can write a kid's movie. This is this is not good. I honestly think like this is a guy who understands like deep familial or relationship drama and you're asking him to write a family movie and he threw all of that weird slice of life drama plus acid fever dream into it mm.
0: but he didn't like the the drama there is no relationship drama like the really it, it's
3: I mean, there's a little bit. And this is is weird for me as a child who was forced to grow up early in order to take care of other people or things that were happening. Like, a lot of people hate Drew Barrymore in this movie, which, understandable. I felt a lot of family drama, weird slice of life stuff, because that whole, like, growing up too soon and not wanting to play with toys because Mm -hmm. you were worried about getting dinner on the table... That resonated with me in a way that it doesn't with a lot of people. So I actually feel like that was that was the only thing that felt like it was taken from anybody's experience or talent was that part of it, which was not part of any of the original ones.
0: Oh, absolutely! In the Toyland world, there is no relational drama. Well, no, I and mean, no, you're in Toyland.
3: Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but that's where the
1: majority of the movie takes place. This is a movie by committee.
3: In every other version. It's where everything takes place. There is no other world. Yeah, there's no framework.
0: I liked the framework story, though it doesn't make sense that if a blizzard's going to hit in an hour, you're going to leave your home and (laughs) walk to the toy store, and then you're going to drive back. Like that... Like, this is a bad plan. I personally, Diana, am allergic to a bad plan. Therefore,
4: this is bad (laughs) and not good. Drew Barrymore ran quite a distance because they were in that Jeep for a while. They were in that Jeep for a long time. And they still weren't even close, it seemed. They were in the (laughs) woods. It was nuts.
0: Even with their four-wheel drive. Right. Which is supposed to be magical in snow.
4: It is. It was a Suzuki four-wheel drive, though. Let's be honest. Uh, He called it a Jeep. It was not a
2: Jeep. Evan could back me up on that one. (laughs) It was a, definitely a, uh, well, it's Suzuki, I have to find out now, but it's a terrible that's, name. That's mad. And it does not have four wheel drive. You can see in the scene <laughs> that his back wheels are spinning when they leave.
4: It is. Yeah. I was like, that's not working at all.
2: No.
0: Oh, so, so he's also a liar. <laughs> so, <laughs> writing's bad. There was no, I, I'm of the opinion that there was no writing.
1: I would kill to find an original shooting script of this movie and oh, all of man. the markups that it had once they got done. So
3: we actually had a whole discussion about this because we weren't sure what version to watch.
1: And I was gonna, I was gonna ask which version everybody watched. The shortest one. The hour one. and a
3: half version. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's on Amazon Prime. Yep.
1: Understood. It just got on Amazon Prime. Right, Because this movie has not been re-released in any form or fashion. Gee,
0: I wonder why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Except like one time on home video, and it was this cut. The original version is much longer. No. But I'll tell you now.
3: I saw it years and years ago on TV.
1: I was going to save this for trivia, but there's nothing extra but more songs in the TV version. Oh God! Well, that
3: was what I couldn't remember was if the version that I had seen on TV was the longer version or the, this pared down version where we've missed a half hour because everything that I remembered about this movie was in it when I watched the pared down version. So I was mm-hmm. like, I have no idea what I have seen and what I haven't seen. But the only
1: time the original version was on was in 1986 when it got released. Mm. OK, that's the only time it's ever been been shown other than youtube has a copy of
2: (laughs) the songs the songs were so bad that like the scene the santa song like Mm -hmm. in the workshop i looked like a dog hearing like a high-pitched whistle the whole time your head sideways i did i will
1: never forget how to spell cincinnati though I come from
2: C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I Cincinnati
1: The best
2: town in USA. At first they called it Cincy, but since Cincy is so natty They named it Cincinnati, so they say
1: Hey, the girls are pretty pretty in this gritty little city The
0: fellers are the feistiest I've seen And when it comes to baldies, the Reds and the Bengals, Maltees
2: That's true. That, I guess. That's,
0: I had never heard that song. And yeah, it reminds yeah. me, we have a song like that here in Dallas. And it's Big D Little A, double L-A-S. It's really bad. And it's just like, oh, this makes me want to curl up and die. <laughs>
3: I don't know. I'm kind of pro cheesy regional songs. Like, there's uh, The Happiest Millionaire is another old Disney movie. Uh It's amazing. It's an Irish immigrant goes to live with a millionaire. It's based on real people in Philadelphia. They like really lived in Philly and he really owned alligators and he really had like a religious boxing group. Why didn't
1: we watch that movie?
3: So weird. I highly recommend watching it. It's one of those like very weird off the wall Disney's 60s movies, but there's a whole song about Detroit in it and I love it so much. And I'm I'm into like movies or whatever, having these weird regional, the, the Cincinnati song was terrible. I mean, it was awful. Oh, it's <laughs> But awful. it was also my favorite part of the movie. <laughs>
0: oh, no. Okay. It's only charming because you have goofy kids singing it. Any adult attempt
1: at singing that song is horrible. Oh, the song is terrible. It it's is. the performance of the people in the truck singing yeah. it. And again later,
4: remember, being saved oh, yeah. from the, oh. no spoilers, but, you know, it come it saves some lives, I think.
2: No, don't, whoever's yeah, because, listening because to I this. I don't
3: know if you guys knew, but you don't breathe when you sing. <laughs> so if you're trying not to breathe in, just sing a song and you'll be fine. It's all exhaling. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just like a PSA, whoever's listening to this podcast, do not watch this movie.
4: When you hear that come from Evan, that is a pretty, I mean, you see his list of how he ranks things. When he tells you not to watch something,
1: you should probably go ahead and listen.
2: You can't get this time back.
1: That is true. You can't get it back. I will go slightly against that. And I will say you need to be sufficiently prepared. You probably need to be a little inebriated.
2: <laughs> that's true.
3: That was my mistake.
2: Yeah.
1: And <laughs> I think if you if you have your expectations ready, then even then I probably wouldn't recommend it because it starts dragging. Like That's my problem, too, is like for the first half hour, it's so fucking weird that I'm kind of right. into it. But then after a while, it's just so bad that it's like it can't even surpass that part of it. Like, it can't, it can't sufficiently stay weird enough to be interesting.
3: I mean, no, honestly, the, the problem for me is that there's no story.
0: And I'm watching actors in a box just being like, I'm supposed to walk over here. I'm supposed to continually look at empty shelves in a room searching for something. And I was just like, I I am sad for the people who had to do this.
1: Well. Because,
0: mm-hmm. you know, they did it more than once. <laughs>
4: <laughs> poor Georgie Porgy.
0: Oh gosh. Poor Georgie Porgy. Not only that name, but that costume, man. Oh, oh. the costume was
4: yeah. terrible. Costume it looked a little like, tight re- in the crotch. I, I I will note that. Yeah.
1: He looked fine as George. Like in normal world, he was fine. Like a human? He's just like a hey, I'm just the guy who works at the toy store. Hey, screw right. you, boss man. <laughs> Georgie? I know. Our director was Clive Donner. This Mm. man directed Harold Pinter's The Guest in 1963, What's New Pussycat, and the 1984 Christmas Carol with George C. Scott.
0: Mm. Oh, that's a good one.
1: Holy crap.
0: That's the school standard one that they show you if they don't show you Muppet, Christmas Carol.
1: Yeah, that's our director for this movie.
0: Damn. (laughs) Damn. He could. Okay. That proves to me that the whole problem with this movie is that the story does not exist. The script is crap because you have a decent cast and you have a director who can do some good stuff. Yeah. You can't save a garbage script. You
1: really can't. And you have really good. I. Oh, man. Oh, this is painful. But (laughs) let's get into what we really need to talk about here, and that's our cast. Yes. Yes. And we're going to start with Drew Barrymore. Who is the lead actor credited in this film.
3: Well, she's the lead
1: actor credited in this film.
3: Well, yeah, I was going to say she's in it more than anyone else. Right. For sure. That is true. But also, this is not too long after having that E.T. heat. Oh, she's a a
1: legit
4: movie star by this point. Uh Oh, I was going to say, yeah, this is the Firestarter. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Before this, she had done Altered States, E.T., and Firestarter. Mm -hmm. Boom. Oh, yeah. Before being in this movie.
3: I don't remember where this movie falls into our Keanu timeline, but that's definitely a bigger star than Keanu was at this time.
1: This movie, oh, yeah.
4: right after One Step Away.
3: <clears> oh, <throat> <laughs> so, uh, yes.
1: After One Step Away and bef- just before flying.
3: Oh, <sighs>
1: <laughs>
2: Flying.
1: I'm trying to think. I, if, oh, um no.
4: It's interesting. <laughs> If we had to just rank those three, right, of the Keanu performances, this movie might come out on top for me, to be honest 100%. With you. No.
3: 100%. If we are ranking one step away, flying and this movie, this movie is the best of the three. I, no. I think so. 100%. Evan, if no. you go flying
4: first, just, just disconnect.
3: Evan, you no. hated flying <laughs> so much.
4: If yes. I sat
3: you down right now, chained to a chair, and I said, you have to watch flying or you have to watch Babes in Toyland. I know gun to your head you would say babes in toyland and not flying again
2: no i would i would promote I would promote <laughs> no, babes no. in toyland being completely removed from existence and okay. like burned so you're at, going at flying a, <laughs> that has I would watch flying again before I watch babes in toyland
3: flying is the gymnastics one
2: they have a flip-off like a flip-off instead of fight like a knife fight they do like a flip-off oh, yeah. it's pretty Wh- good Whitney at least there's There's butt crack sweat in flying, you know? How can you...
3: There's butt crack sweat. I was very impressed with the butt crack sweat. Yeah. I know a (laughs) lot of people said that that. I talked about it too much, but it was the only time I have ever seen anyone in entertainment (laughs) ever have butt crack sweat when they're working out. And I was like, yo, that's real It was real.
2: Yeah. It was a lot more real than, you know, riding a sled into a fake land and crashing into a cake.
0: Pat (laughs) Morita.
2: It's not our first encounter with Keanu and Pat Morita either. Well, that this technically true. technically
1: is maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. That is the only intermovie connection into the Keanuverse that we have in this movie. <laughs> and believe me, I looked.
4: I Look, oh, I appreciate that because I wasn't about to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> when Pat Morita showed up in this movie, I was like, yo, what the hell is going on?
3: <laughs> what, yeah, is, what, ha- what is actually what happening? What happened?
4: And he's hilarious, too. What was I
1: doing?
0: Oh, right. Christmas. He
1: comes here from a place called Cincy, 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 Cincinnati. I know about that. You must be quite proud of Pete Rose. Oh,
4: God.
3: (laughs) All right. So I got into not an argument. An argument is too strong of a word. But there was a little bit of a debate in this household with my boyfriend about whether or not this movie is as much a Christmas movie as Die Hard is.
4: It's not. I was going to say this.
1: Oh, wow. Interesting. I have this in
3: my notes. I think Christmas plays just as much a part, first of all, the whole Christmas Eve thing, the Christmas Eve store, the whatever the setup. But also the whole point about it is like the innocence of childhood and remembering it at Christmas time. mm -hmm. And that is... Like, I get there's a whole family, being with your family, a Christmas thing with Die Hard that the, the Die Hard Christmas movie apologists use all the time. And if you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, you have to think Babes in Toyland is a Christmas movie. Mac it's- and
1: Maud is on board with that, with Die Hard as a Christmas film. I will yeah. say this movie definitely equals or betters it because Christmas is a common through line. The Disney <laughs> movie has... Just about nothing, nothing to, do to do with, with Christmas.
3: Christmas. Nothing to do with Christmas. This one added more Christmas in with the real yes. world stuff for sure. This one takes
0: place at Christmas. And if Lisa does not believe in like Christmas and toys, kids aren't going to get toys. So, like, there's consequences for her not engaging in christmasy It'd just be toy-ness. nice if our yeah.
1: script like ever mentioned that. Yeah, a little bit ever. more. <laughs>
0: So the stakes are higher for Christmas in this film than the 1961 version for sure. And this is a Christmas movie.
2: There's a larger debate here like if if a movie takes place during Christmas is it, it a Christmas movie? It does not make it a movie? Christmas
3: movie. It no. is Christmas
2: adjacent. That is all. Yeah.
3: Christmas has to be a crux of the plot. Like Gremlins is a Christmas movie because the gremlin is a Christmas yes, it's present. Perfect. Yes. Christmas has to
0: play a factor in the plot and or the action, not just be whenever, like be the day. Right. Correct. So we we also did Meet Me in St. Louis. A whole right. fourth of the movie is on
1: Christmas Day and has to do with Christmas. And, you know, created a Christmas canon classic song.
3: But it's the least Christmassy Christmas movie out of all of these that we've mentioned.
1: Fair. Firm agree.
3: But it, but it is a Christmas movie.
1: Uh-huh. So this is a
0: Christmas movie. It's a oh. bad
2: one. Mm, I'm never
0: watching it again.
2: This is a during <laughs> oh, Christmas no, no, no. movie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, and I will say, and this was just pointed out to me by a third party. This is just in on the wire. But uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies is White Christmas. And that has nothing to do with Christmas at all.
0: Hmm, fair.
3: It is literally about Danny K trying to get Bing Crosby laid. So.
0: Right. That's a good Christmas. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is. But like, it, d- it could happen at any time of year. It has nothing to do with Christmas, even though the song White Christmas is in it and they dress up like Santa and Mrs. Claus at one point and whatever. Nothing in the story like has to do with Christmas. Mm-hmm. It is not a Christmas movie, but it is one of my favorite Christmas movies. So, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some.
1: As Barney <laughs> and Barnaby, Richard Mulligan, mm-hmm. most known for being on Soap, the television show, and also a voice in Oliver and Company, and then a long run on Empty Nest.
3: Wait, who who was he in Oliver and Company?
1: I don't know.
3: I'll look that up later. That's not pivotal to anything we're talking about now, but <laughs> I really like Oliver and Company.
1: He starts off incredibly darkly creepy. Oh, yeah.
3: And
4: I wrote down that he's a perverted Rodney Dangerfield, if that makes yeah, any sense is. at all. Mm. That nice. address who- the mannerisms, oh my- everything about him. I'm like, yeah.
0: I couldn't. I was like, I can't place him. And I did look up his credits, but I was like, who does he remind me of? Uh, And you said it. It's Rodney Dangerfield.
4: Yeah. It's the suit, mostly. The plaid, the crazy plaid suit. I'm like, whoa, Mm -hmm.
1: this guy's serious. And the vocal patterns. But then once he puts
0: on the feathers, it's like, you're kind of hot, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're bad in the worst, but you're kind of hot. Definitely glowed up.
1: Barnaby is way better than Barney. And I should say, Drew is fine. In this movie. We know Drew Barrymore can act and could act as a child actor. She's not doing sure. a whole lot of it in this movie. No. She
0: she was she was in her her drinking days, so uh <laughs> you know, we're just gonna give her a pass. She's <laughs> going through a
1: lot. We have Eileen Brennan as Mrs. Piper and Widow Hubbard. She's Before this, she was in Laughing, The Sting, Murder by Death, Private Benjamin, and Mrs. Peacock in Clue.
3: In Clue.
1: Nice. Yeah. Awesome. And after this, did a ton of stuff that nobody knows, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> starting with Babes in Toyland.
4: <laughs> it actually started with this. It wasn't after this. It was starting with this. this is, <laughs> yeah. This is what
2: started <laughs> the beginning the of the end. The decline. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Other than Drew and Keanu, everybody on this list, their careers like kind of died after mm. this movie. <laughs> I can see why.
2: <laughs> yeah. You don't come uh, back.
1: Then we get Keanu as Jack Fenton and Jack B. Nimble. Mm. Can I say something, though? What? Yeah, I kind of adore how fucking balls out he goes in this movie. He is <laughs> yeah. so enthusiastic. Yeah. He's like, whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. man. It's a bad script, but I'm going to act my ass off. Well, that's Yeah, just- he
0: brought mm-hmm. it. Though.
1: I love it.
0: He he is very much like, I'm in a movie,
3: guys, and I am here to do my job. I very much felt like pre-Bill and Ted
0: yes. Keanu oh, yeah.
3: in this. Like I feel like this was him having fun and and doing whatever. Like he gets so much more into character work later on, but this was Riff. very like a Bill and Ted Keanu, in my yeah. opinion.
4: He's very earnest.
3: Just a quick update. Um, Barney played Einstein the Great Dane in Oliver and uh, Company. Thank
0: you so much.
2: After seeing Keanu in this role, I really wanted him to play Peter Pan. And I just like got oh. these Peter Pan vibes uh, from him when was he was in Pantolans? Toyland. It could have oh, just yeah, been it's those, the
3: pants. <laughs> It's the pants. Just his little tights.
2: <laughs> they just worked. Imagine,
1: imagine Hook, but with Keanu. Get Man. out of my
3: face, get
4: out of my face. <laughs> I mean, that would be bangerang.
1: If I may.
0: <laughs> that wow. would be amazing. What a <laughs> oh my heart is so happy. <laughs> it's happier than the image of Keanu Reeves and a baby Groot and a Baby Yoda. <laughs> it's
3: mm-hmm. so okay. Oh wow. It's so I nice. saw that I saw that three times in the past few days that that uh, meme has crossed my <laughs> yes. path.
4: It's
1: yes. great. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's
0: fabulous. And you cannot read it and not smile. So it's the it's the law. You have to.
4: My day is made.
1: Yeah. Yep. You get that, and then and then if you're feeling you know a little gloomy or melancholy, you can throw in some sad Keanu. Um, <laughs> sad Keanu. There's okay. a Keanu for every occasion. <laughs> there is.
0: There is sad Keanu. Sad because he was in this movie.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes. Could be.
1: Going through the rest of the cast, we have Jill Sholin as Mary Piper and Mary Contrary. Before this, she was in DC Cab and 1987's The Stepfather, and then nothing after this. I
4: think she was in some really bad horror movies that I may have watched. I, I feel yes. like she was kind of a scream queen for a little bit she there. She was. Yeah, very much my type. When I, I look at her face, I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's just me, though. <laughs>
1: Googie Gress as George and Georgie Porgie. Yes, his name is worse than Georgie Porgie. <laughs> they just took his name and said, how can we mother goose this up? Sure. That's what they did. Apparently, he goes by that because his nickname as a little baby was Googo and then he called himself Googie. I don't know. Oh, God. But he's had this like little carve out of a career as like a bit player. He has been in Wayne's World 2, Apollo 13, The American President, Kingpin, Armageddon, 1998's Jack Frost, EdTV, Blue Streak, Me, Myself, and Irene, Dr. Dolittle 2, Mr. Woodcock, Frost Nixon, and he's just not that into you.
0: He wasn't Frost Nixon?
1: He's wow. like Jesus it's, but he's a background character
3: still but also I don't like 98 percent of those movies
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> that's an incredible variety like that hit list is so many different kinds of movies <laughs> and I don't like any of them
1: Wow I'm just I love that we scattershot all of those things and he's like no to all of them oh. <laughs> right.
3: I mean, maybe I would watch one or two, but most of them, no. My first, my gut instinct. Okay, okay, okay. okay, Apollo, Apollo, uh, Armageddon. Yeah, Armageddon, yeah. Wayne's
1: World 2? Was it Wayne's World 2? I
4: don't know. No, uh,
3: not Wayne's World 2.
1: Pat Morita as the toy master. The only credit I'm going to give is even Cowgirls Get the Blues. Uh Perfect.
3: It's the only
4: one you need. Oh, yeah.
3: I know. Yep. Good old Pat Morita.
0: I need to know this, though. When was Karate Kid? 1984. Okay, so. That was just before this. Okay. He was riding that karate kid high.
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. he was also the Oscar nom. He was already a living legend. He'd already done happy days. So, oh my yeah. god. I I forgot about that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he was also <laughs> he, like he's done a lot. I don't think oh, yeah. he really ever had like a downtime nope. in his career.
0: It's just what people first remember him from. Yeah. That's that's who he is. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I feel so old now.
1: All right. We know we, we sort of set this up as a Macintosh and mod led production, but we couldn't do this without doing a round of everyone's... Mm-hmm.
3: The interstellar favorite.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's Pop Quiz, asshole. Pop Quiz, asshole. There was a time when I had the need to learn from you. Oh,
4: what the hell do you know?
1: Lose! I don't lose! I win! She's got a
2: lot to learn about sportsmanship. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm I'm, so I'm excited focused. For this for y'all.
1: Okay. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of trivia about this movie.
2: Shocking.
3: I would have guessed that. I actually would have thought that we would not be able to do right pop quiz because zero. <laughs> I would have guessed no trivia at all.
2: Yeah, because forty people watched this movie when it was on TV.
0: That's probably
1: pretty close to accurate. (laughs) Those are inflated numbers. It's Christmas time. Okay. That means that we can talk about Keanu and his family and his childhood a little bit. Oh, no.
3: Oh. (laughs) Oh. Oh, that's okay. really putting us on the Yikes. spot. This is now testing our fandom in what we have a podcast about.
4: I'm doing uh-huh. jumping jacks. I'm getting ready. I Here came we go. All,
3: I came all ready for like shitty movie trivia. I did not come ready for like, how well do I know Kiana Reeves? That's oh, yeah. why it's a pop quiz asshole. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You are you guys are bringing the heat. I got to limber up. <laughs>
0: I need actual footage of Whitney bring up.
1: <laughs> I think the easiest way to do this is yeah. you will ring in with your name. Okay. When you think you have an answer and I only have a certain amount so you know if we get down to the last remaining answer nobody gets the Okay.
2: Okay. That
1: feels fair. Where was this movie filmed? Multiple choice question. Your answers are Germany, Cincinnati, or Canada.
2: Evan.
4: Andrew
1: all right, Evan. You Evan was in first. Evan said it first.
2: I, I, I feel good about Canada.
1: Incorrect. Can I oh. the other <gasps> two? You Whitney. Two? Damn Steel. it. Germany. G- Munich, Germany.
2: God damn it, Whitney. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whitney with one point. If you want any fun, you can go dig through the credits. Almost all of the production staff for this movie, other than the main designers, were all German.
3: So that's why I actually said German. I didn't want, I didn't like actually absorb the credits, but yeah. I was there disassociating again at the end of the movie, and then I I came to, and I was like, "There's a lot of German names here." Yeah, that's the only reason why I guessed Germany is because oh, yeah. it was like a lot of like B roll production like crew that had German names.
1: Yeah, no, this is basically a German fucking movie that got aired on ABC. <laughs> <laughs> that's this is just insane. classic. All right, Drew Barrymore was 11 during the filming of this movie and was already a regular at nightclubs, had been smoking for two years, and was just starting to drink. What rock group was she allegedly hanging out with as they were touring Germany at the time? Was it the Rolling Stones, Rod Stewart, or Duran Duran? Andrew. Uh,
3: any of those answers is incredible.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Duran. Duran Duran.
3: Incorrect.
2: Okay, it wasn't Evan. <laughs>
1: Can either of these? you Steal.
3: <laughs> I mean, I'll steal and say Rod Stewart because that's an amazing mental image.
1: Whitney is correct.
3: Come on,
1: eleven-year-old
3: Drew Barrymore hanging out with Rod Stewart is amazing.
1: Eleven years old is hanging out with Rod Stewart and his touring crew. I huh.
3: mean, assuming no assault is involved, obviously, because that's a know. weird situation. <laughs> it's dicey. <laughs> if it's not it's not amazing if any assault was involved. But right. if it was literally just like a smoking drinking Drew Barrymore at 11 hanging out with Rod Stewart and his crew, that's pretty incredible.
1: I could see that happening, honestly. <laughs> yeah, what a badass.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm into that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no this is just before she started into the hardcore drinking and drugs.
3: Mhm. Hmm.
1: Keanu was dating Jill Sholin during production of this film. Mhm. But they broke up shortly thereafter. What famous actor did Sholin date and nearly marry after breaking up with Keanu? Was it Brad Pitt, Ethan Hawke, or Luke Perry? Evan. All right, Pete, Luke Perry. Evan.
2: Ethan Hawke.
1: Incorrect. Come on. (laughs) Andrew, Luke Perry. Incorrect.
4: This Ugh. game is rigged. It's rigged. It, it, it is.
2: It's. It's all bullshit. It's all a lie.
4: Uh,
3: um, for those who We're are terrible,
0: all, oh. Whitney has two points. Andrew and Evan have none.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah. pretty standard. Actually, if, you anything, if you've been
0: following right, along, <laughs> so this has been a very normal episode of. <laughs>
4: We're Correct. Done. Oh, all right. right. Hey. We've
3: got yeah, more. We got more. We got more. Okay. We're still rolling. There's Just give
4: Whitney
1: more points. Just give her the rest. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The last of our movie questions. This movie was actually a big factor in growing Keanu's love of what? Was it car racing, motorcycles, or singing? Evan. Oh God. Evan. He loves motorcycles. It's
2: no, he was already in motorcycles. motorcycle. <laughs> car racing.
1: Incorrect. Come on. <laughs> Whitney. <laughs> Steal. Whitney singing it was motorcycles god damn it he was into motorcycles but reportedly during the filming of the movie he was hanging out with a german girl who taught him how to drive motorcycles and when he got back Mm. he bought his first ducati
3: we've (gasps) literally talked about so many movies that he's done where there's like a motorcycle involved and is this the one and there's stories about this is like what inspired his love so we've talked about keanu and motorcycles like Fifteen I, times already. I just and realized source?
2: this is eighty six. So that yeah, yep. sense. it is eighty
3: six. And
1: the source for this was a twenty nineteen GQ interview that he gave. Nice. Okay. Oh, the that's GQ interview. The one. Yeah. The, the.
3: the one that was emailed to me fourteen times. Yeah. And I I don't I don't say that in a bad way. I loved no. it. I, I mean, was so gleeful every single one of those fourteen times when someone emailed me that GQ article.
1: <laughs> now for some Keanu specific trivia. Ugh. Oh. Okay. For Halloween one year, Keanu wore a costume that his mother designed for what famous performer who posed for the cover of Playboy? Was it Steve Martin, Dolly Parton, or Farrah Fawcett? God.
3: Oh, any of those is a great answer. What? Whitney. Whitney. I'm going to say Dolly Parton.
1: You are correct.
3: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) A that picture isn't
0: used for the, produ- for the promotion of this episode, we've all failed.
1: <laughs> we don't have a picture of him, but we do have the Playboy cover uh, okay. with Dolly Parton in a bunny costume, which was yeah. a huge risk in 1978 when she did it, mm-hmm. but she gave an interview and posed for the cover of Playboy. I love it. Amazing. Dolly
0: Parton and Keanu forever.
3: Gosh, I love Keanu. <laughs> yeah. His mom
1: was like a costume designer for freaking Alice Cooper. Damn. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Weird stuff. All right. In what city was Keanu born? Was it Beirut, Sydney, or Toronto?
4: Andrew, Beirut. Good. <laughs> and <laughs> Sir. God. <sighs> this is about par for the course. I got my point. I'm done for the rest. <laughs>
2: yeah. He got a point because we've had that trivia before.
1: Shut oh. it. <laughs> I tried, I tried real hard to dig deep on these. Yeah. I think Evan might have actually
4: asked me that question. <laughs> I, yeah, he so. did.
1: I'm, I'm,
2: I'm just sour over here. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: Evan.
1: Evan i made you watch a
2: terrible movie, and we have <laughs> yeah. no points. So I don't know what to do, man. Uh, yeah,
1: ah, <sighs> <sighs> all right. This is the last one. Which of these names is not an alias that Keanu used in his earlier career? Casey Reeves, cool. Charles Reeves, not Chuck cool. Spadina, or Norman Creaves with a K?
2: Really cool. <laughs> Evan, the Evan. last one.
1: Norman Creaves, you are yeah. incorrect. That is an of alias I am. that he Why thought not? that his agents thought about using.
3: <laughs> no, Norman Creaves, I'm buzzing in. What was the one, the second one that Evan said not cool?
1: So first was Casey Reeves.
3: Second was Charles
1: Reeves.
4: third Charles Reeves.
3: I'm guessing Charles Reeves. You are
1: correct.
4: Yeah. We knew about (laughs) Chuck Spadina.
1: Chuck (laughs) Spadina. Yeah. That's a
2: great one. like, pick the one that Evan hated. (laughs) Because that's my answer It's a valid strategy
3: You were like cool, not cool, cool, cool And then you guessed (laughs) one of them And I was like it's the one that wasn't cool
1: Casey Reeves is a pretty good alias It's not bad If if they weren't going to let him use Keanu and his credits Up until that point Because movie studios are dumb Mm -hmm. Then Casey Reeves is not a bad option Yeah, and he could
4: have also doubled as like the front man for a boy band, maybe. It's like a a very versatile
1: name, (laughs)
0: that one. Yeah, Keanu's very specific.
1: (laughs) Right. You better be an actor. It's a bold choice. But with Charles as your middle name, you could just be Charles Reeves. Fair. Yeah. Fair.
0: All right. Okay, so um, obviously we have to say like Whitney is the winner with four points. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: and, there and are Andrew no got... winners or losers when it comes to Keanu Reeves. We all win. No, <laughs> no. sure, but but she is winning <laughs> by a lot. Yeah, she had you're four.
0: Just that because that you ch- have one point. Yes,
1: four ah. for Whitney. One yeah, for, for Andrew. Andrew.
0: Sadness through. for Evan.
1: <laughs> Sadness.
4: If I if I may, because I just plugged those into our data machine here, for uh-huh. listeners of Cool Breeze, that brings Whitney's total to 80 points. Eight. Evan has <laughs> Evan has 43, and I have 50. So there you go. That's the oh, that's the cumulative total thus far. Wow. Not not
0: bad. Oh <gasps> wow. Pretty bad. Whitney's really <laughs> killing it on the skiano trivia.
3: <laughs> I'm just a really good guesser. Right. That's, a, that's It's a really point. not it's really not like knowledge. It's it's just like being really good at picking out an answer. The
4: deduction
1: guesses. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. There's no plot to this movie. There's no. no reason to try to describe what happened. We've already told you don't don't watch it. No.
2: <laughs> don't watch it. No. <laughs> no. Pick it against it.
1: Find the clip of Keanu just totally diving into performing C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I. Oh, yeah. Just watch that. Yeah, it's probably
0: on YouTube. Until you want to murder yourself.
1: And you're good. <laughs> and then you're done. I will find the timestamp on YouTube, put it in here, and just be like, just watch this one clip and enjoy <laughs> the pure energy that Keanu is putting out into the world in this song.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And
1: you're good. But on our show, we have ratings. And yep. we have a new rating system for each movie that we watch.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. We we do it's usually a scale of 1 1 to 5 something.
4: So what's our something? What is our something? Um can I make a suggestion? Yes. yes. Hat cookies.
1: Hat cookies. Hat cookies is good. I'm shoe like, cars is not bad shoe either. Shoe
0: cars. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you yes. We've done slashes and stabs before for Scream.
4: Oh. <laughs> true. 5 slashes, uh, yeah. So
0: right. uh let's say shoe cookies are whole points. And half points are hat cookies. (laughs) So you can have a shoe and a hat cookie (laughs) Oh for like one and a half points.
4: Hold on. I'm writing it down. Let me see. (laughs) I got to do some math, I think.
1: I'll go first since this is technically my movie this week. I don't this
0: know was all on. your idea
1: I know this whole thing you're all welcome
0: I mean we're completionists <laughs> we like to watch the versions of everything so like we were gonna do this movie and then we're just like we have to call these people because this would be the best idea ever yeah the entire <laughs> I've been so mad at it <laughs> misery
2: loves misery loves company right <laughs>
1: We did the entire Rocky series one Thanksgiving. It so. amazing. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. That was a wonderful experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this movie, what's our full rating? Uh,
0: ho- shoe, uh, shoe car and a hat cookie.
1: I'm going to give it one whole shoe car for Keanu only.
0: Oh, okay. So That's, that's good. That's one shoe car.
1: Mm-hmm. It's obviously a terrible movie. It's just in the first 30 to 45 minutes of it, it's so egregiously bad that it's fascinating and right. Keanu is giving his all mm-hmm. and you have this all-star cast. The Barnaby costume also gets a little recognition from me cuz it's mm-hmm. just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's See. just these glimmering moments of like a kind of love how bad this is. <laughs> Until we get halfway in and then it just drags the whole time. And, and, and then it's this experience is no longer enjoyable. Now, but I, for, that, for that one shining moment and the yeah. consistency <laughs> and amazingness of Keanu Reeves to persist through this film, it gets one shoe car for me.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> David, you're so serious about your ratings. I am. I always am. I take this very seriously.
0: I, I don't that's understand. Good. <laughs> right. What's your rating? Oh, I'm going to do one shoe car and a hat cookie.
1: Oh,
2: Oh, even higher. Oh, boy. uh,
0: One because I think the rating sounds adorable.
4: (laughs) 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 Nice. Right. Part of the rating is just the rating itself. I understand. Sometimes I just want a
0: hat cookie. I mean, I'm always here for cookies, and that shoe car is freaking amazing. So, like, I think my rating is both for Keanu, Barnaby's costume, and the, the shoe cars, because I really enjoyed them. I want yeah. my own shoe car. All right.
1: Ratings from the rest of y'all. Ev, do you want to go?
2: Yeah. Uh, I want all of the hat cookies thrown into a fire. <laughs> and I want all of the shoe cars also thrown into a fire. So zero. Zero okay
4: fair fair wow that's
0: that's
2: Uh, brutal
4: it's
3: fair yeah all right
2: i'm gonna take everyone else's cookies and shoe
3: cars
2: (laughs) (laughs) while i'm at it
3: so
0: you not only hate this movie you want it destroyed for for the ages oh gone
2: yeah never to return
0: i i I respect your commitment to hating this
1: film so much yeah i truly do just know it is quite yeah we will okay. never make you watch it again. No.
4: <laughs>
2: I was literally squirming in my chair.
1: Oh God, <laughs> I was uncomfortable.
4: You, we, you have to. I mean, we have gone. It's a, like a. Tw- it's almost a two-decade backslide from uh-huh. where we currently that's are. True. So uh-huh. it's just. It was so, very
3: weird to go back. Yeah,
4: somewhere. it's mm-hmm. it. It was just to see him. You're like, whoa! And I know he doesn't age. He's like a timeless shapeshifter of some kind, and that's great. But still, the acting has come quite a long way. And to see the difference, it's like, wow, we've, we, we're we we doing this thing.
0: So. <laughs> That's amazing. And I'm so proud to have forced you on this part of the journey that you <laughs> no. had previously decided not to do.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now we it have is, to go back and wrong. revisit the other Keanu TV films that we did not no, do. No. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: No.
0: We've traumatized, Evan. And, no. fair, and now we fair. have a problem.
4: Right, ruined.
2: Okay. Cool. cool, 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 cool. Ruined too. Okay. Uh, Who's
3: next? I think I'm gonna also do one shoe, car, one hat, cookie, because it's adorable.
4: That's good, but remember that Evan takes that, so it's back down. To zero. <laughs> yep, sorry, give me that. <laughs> so, given that Evan's gonna take this anyway, <laughs> we just want to know how much kindling for the fire there. Is. <laughs> yeah, how much yeah. you hoarding? I, I bear with me here. I want to do. I want to. I have. I pulled a clip from this movie that I think. If I could play it for you, it's only fifteen seconds. It was literally my favorite part of the film. We talked about this in One Step Away, also, where there was a very serious scene in this movie in One Step Away, where he's in a fight with his mom, and then she basically kicks him out of the house after she smacks him in the face, and it's very like a mm-hmm. bummer. And then it cuts to what like sounds like a like a Bachman Turner Overdrive song. It's very upbeat, and for me personally, that happened. That happens a lot in eighties movies, and I. Love the shit out of that when it happens. Mm-hmm. So, this happened in this movie, and I laughed, and it was not intentional.
2: Oh, everybody.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I did no doctoring god. on that that was in the film I love the shit there's like all these happy toy soldiers Drew Barrymore is smiling and then it's just total batshit chaos trolls so I guess what I'm trying to say is five shoe cars oh my <laughs> okay, whoa, god whoa
3: whoa whoa whoa
4: Give it doesn't matter none of it matters <laughs> none of it matters because wow. Evan's taken it realistically just the one shoe car but because Evan's taken them five. And it's only because of that particular thing that made me laugh. The so they I will burn.
0: love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, everybody. We've ruined Christmas. <laughs> we did it. Give yourselves a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: I'm so proud of all of you. <laughs> really, I really
1: am. Look, oh. we're done. We never have to do it again. Ever.
4: It's good. I, I had a true. great time. Uh, Mary had the biggest pink jacket I've ever seen in my life. Do you remember that? I will say, oh, when you talked cool. about
3: Mary being your type, she does have a very like Jennifer Connelly vibe.
4: If you think about her looks and then you think about Sloane from Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Phoebe Cates from Fast Times, there was a very brunette 80s mm-hmm. thing that was very much my thing.
1: And also apparently Keanu's thing. Nice.
4: And Keanu's thing, right. So phew, I feel validated Truly, I didn't know that beforehand, but... Now you do, you can carry that for all your days, and you wouldn't have that if you hadn't watched right. this movie. Yeah, <laughs> thank thank you both for giving me that, because <laughs> I wouldn't have known it if the trivia hadn't come up.
0: So, if people want more of Cool Breeze Over the Mountains, where can we find all of y'all?
4: Should I do this part, I guess, probably?
2: Uh Yeah, yeah
3: go for it, knock it out.
2: <laughs>
3: uh- <laughs> Evan's only on Untapped, so... <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's true.
1: <laughs> oh, Evan, Evan is going to get straight to work on finding uh, a beer pairing with Babes
2: have uh, been, I've been outed.
0: All the oh, beer. Man. All the beer it goes with Babes and <laughs> Yeah, it, it was made in Germany, so it's, it's perfect. True. Yeah, the yeah
2: there we go.
4: Right. Great this beer. Stein, this thing. Yeah, it's great. You can find us over at CoolBreezePod.com, on Twitter at CoolBreezePod, and you know that let's just keep it at that that's where we're most active the podcast is at cool breeze pod all platforms all that good stuff and on twitter at cool breeze pod we love chatting with everybody so find us over there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah Mm -hmm. it's an excellent show everything (laughs) your ears, all the time thanks so
0: funny yeah and we're macintosh and mod and you can find us on twitter at macintosh mod where we do my little pony movies and we also have a riverdale podcast called the
1: doghouse You can find that show at the doghouse underscore pod. Yep. So that's it.
2: That's a wrap. Until
1: next time, don't watch this movie and bye, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at mod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.
1: Diana, will you do scorekeeping? Oh, damn.
0: You're going to make me do things. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Give me my post. I need a post-it and I need a... Uh, a pen, A writing mm. implement. We're such a high budget
1: production at Macintosh and Mod. Yep, I just point at things until David to give me them. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Probably a higher budget than Babes in Toyland, am I right? <laughs> hey, <Dada. Boom.
4: laughs> Hey, who's the dynamite?
3: <laughs> Pull up that Wikipedia list of burn centers in the U.S. <laughs>
4: this, this, this
0: is why she makes this is out bucks. of control. <laughs> <laughs>